Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about faith at work, today we're talking about Navigator Church Ministries and our partnership with Identity and Destiny. We have Pam Wolf joining us for our discussions on how we will gain clarity of purpose and unlock your potential to reach your destiny in business and in life. Tom and Pam Wolf operate a a thriving coaching and consulting business in the Tampa area, and they are called to help people find their sweet spot in life and in business. And they have partnered alongside with us at Navigators Church Ministries to go out and and do this in business leaders' lives across this area and with our 60 certified coaches across the nation. Pam, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Brian. Good to be here. We are glad to have you, and we're looking forward today to talking about what it means to look ahead and have a vision for our future. And as I think about that, the uh, verse from Philippians comes to mind, Philippians three twelve to 14. And that's when we look at straining towards our goals. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do— Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. 
So as we open our time together today, Pam, and look uh, forward to, to informing the folks listening in how and where coaching can make a difference in their lives, where have you seen God at work in identity and destiny? Um, it, it, uh, it expands daily. Um, we just recently had a chance uh, to attend the Florida Conference for Homeschoolers. And it's interesting, the work of Identity and Destiny actually started with business leaders and executives. They got so excited about what they were personally discovering about themselves and the purpose that God had for them. They began to take it home, do it with their wives, do it with their children. And what uh, they kept telling us was, you guys have got to get to the homeschool market. And so after three years of applying, they vet people very carefully who are allowed to uh, present at the homeschool uh, conferences. Uh, we were allowed to go, and um, literally after seven years of working trade shows and expos, we sold more books uh, in Orlando this last weekend than we ever have. What a praise, and what an amazing journey to know that business leaders out there aren't just looking at their own identity and destiny, but they're really looking at the identity and destiny and how it can impact their role as a dad and as a husband. And uh, that led, uh, I guess, to the journey to be at the homeschool uh, opportunity and to share. And uh, what an amazing uh, testament to say that you sold more books there than anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And for the generations, you know, it's uh, it was it gave us just such uh, joy to see that um, that people were that the the parents were saying this is not just important for me. I want to I want to seed this into the next generation. And as you look at that generational shift, I know we uh, have the, the book about the finding your sweet spot related to the business leader. Mm -hmm. um, is it the same book that we're using for the generational shift, or has another book been developed? Actually, another book has been developed. We, uh, we found in talking to parents when we were uh, at the convention this last week that depending on the child's maturity and ability to be self-paced in their study, they can actually do the adult version starting as young as 11, maybe 13. We normally were thinking junior, senior in high school when they're starting to try to make decisions about college or what they're going to do uh, beyond the homeschooling that's done uh, through the high school education. And um, we, we found that um, they were just eager to begin to plow into this, um, even at a younger age on the adult version. But one of our licensed facilitators, we've got about 100 coaches who've been trained in the use of identity and destiny as a coaching tool all over the world, literally. And um, one of uh, those uh, coaches, as she was going through the program for herself, she said by Chapter 3, she was already saying, oh, my goodness, I need to write a version for younger kids. And just this last year, that dream came to fruition, part of her purpose that she stepped boldly into. She has taken uh, the entire manuscript of Identity and Destiny and revamped it for children between second grade and um, through elementary school. And it is called Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Well, there you go. Business leaders out there, men, women, if you're hearing this, we have an opportunity for you to start to lift up your amazing kids. Mm -hmm. And you can lift those amazing kids up from the earliest age of second grade. And, and most of us know, I have uh, daughters that are in their 20s, and most of us know that if you wait until the high school years, it, it's too late. You need to get mm -hmm. into their lives mm -hmm. earlier and really encourage them to grow. So what a powerful tool that Identity and Destiny has brought forward to allow us to look at uh, this 
sweet spot is as young as second grade. Yeah, yeah, it has it has been amazing. And, you know, it's, uh, Libby Hodge is the author who's done the, the version for Amazing Kids. And um, as we've talked with her and brainstormed with her and helped her create that, um, our heartbeat is to get that message started in the hearts of, of believers as soon as we can, because um, the world is um, looking increasingly difficult out there for us to stand in our faith and be clear about who we are and what God's wired, designed, and created us to do and be in this world. And I think helping them begin to develop that courage and boldness at a very young age is going to be critical. Absolutely. And I, and I tell you, if you're out there and you're a business leader in this community and you want to feed into your kids, you can't take them on that journey until you've taken that journey yourself. And so as we look and we talk today, one of the reasons that uh, we partnered, um, my wife Debbie and I at Navigators Church Ministries with Tom and Pam on their journey for identity and destiny is because we found that it's both a great lead in to overall life and leadership coaching. And it can also be a great follow on as folks are going through and looking at their vision and mission and trying to figure out uh, where do they go next. And one of the things that we look at as we look at, as we look at the idea of developing this sweet spot is that most people, actually a whopping 97% of us, live our lives without knowing what our sweet spot is. And I know Pam and, and Tom had this passion to help people find that sweet spot. So what's the uh, best advice you can give folks as they're taking that journey? Um, I, I think it is to um, just take the first step. And um, to begin to look at resources like the Ident- our, our our program started out as a coaching program, and it was in a huge, you know, four-inch three-ring binder, and we coached it individually one-on-one. And um, over the course of time, uh, Tom was actually in an accountability group with some other very strong Christian men who said, you know, this is starting to have really transformational impact in the lives of people that you're working with. We really think you guys ought to write a book. And a year later, the Holy Spirit helped guide us through the process of writing what we were doing on a coaching basis into a seven-step process that's laid out in a workbook. It is something that can be self-paced, but we have found that the greatest, deepest transformational work is done when an individual will work with a coach. Um, so hopefully today we'll have a chance to tell people how to reach out to us. And if we aren't the right match, coach it, coaches um, and matching with the right coach is really a key. Um, you know, we know how to get them directed to people who can help them take that walk and do it a very deep and meaningful way. And it is a, a passionate journey to go in and, and serve alongside someone to find their sweet spot. I know that uh, both my wife and I have been blessed by our own journey through uh, the materials, but then to actually sit alongside someone else and to coach them through. I know that as we coach, what we look for is the opportunity to just listen closely, to hear what people are telling us drives them, to mm-hmm. hear what's impacting their lives, mm-hmm. and to see how the current state of their journey is something that they want to move away from and move towards a vision for a more mm-hmm. powerful journey, only they don't quite know how to get there. And identity and destiny just gives them a pathway to follow. Absolutely. And it really does. The first phase of the process is all about self-discovery. We found initially, before we even wrote the book, as we were working primarily with CEOs and business executives, that we we began doing a number of uh, inventories and profiles so that they could do a lot of self-discovery, but it was also to help us as coaches know how to serve them best. And it was really almost an intake. It would be like the first step in the process. And what we found was they were so 
like wowed by what they were learning from the profiles that they wanted to dive deeply into that. And that was really the birth of identity and destiny. And that's awesome. And I know as a coach, the thing you want to be able to do as you're going through that self-assessment process is to encourage and affirm them, to Mm -hmm. help them in that journey, to help them look at the resources that they can bring forward to identify the areas and the pathways that they should be on. And that's not always easy for someone to do by by ourselves, because I know for me, I'm my own worst self-critic. Right, right. And and probably one of the core messages that comes out of identity and destiny is you're okay just the way God made you. Now, right with that because we do want people to realize they don't have to compare they don't have to compete they don't try to have to be someone or something they're not god has a plan and he's designed them perfectly for that absolutely and, and to have a coach alongside you as you're going through the journey it gives someone to help you identify actionable steps to take how to move through each step and how to look and have that support so someone can help you track whether you're making progress mm-hmm. they can help ensure that you're moving forward towards the desired outcome and not getting trapped along the way mm-hmm. and life tends to beat us up along the way and like you said we're, we're our own worst critic but often when we're doing self um, discovery um, sometimes it's hard to see the good stuff. And so I think a coach, as you said, can be very affirming in terms of helping you focus on your strengths and um, the opportunities that arise from that. Yeah, we always tell our coaches that are coming alongside the folks as they go through this process, there's there's three things to focus on, clarity, challenge, and concern. And if mm-hmm. you can help folks gain clarity around their journey, if you can help them be challenged in the areas where maybe they're not digging deep enough, and then if you can show concern in the areas where sometimes they're struggling and having battles to figure out how to get the breakthrough, mm-hmm. uh, to break through that barrier, uh, that's the idea of having a coach alongside you to take you through the journey. Right. I actually had the opportunity um, just about a year ago to um, take my youngest daughter, who's now 28 years old, through Identity and Destiny myself. And she had done the workbook uh, on her own, but really felt like she wanted to do it at another level and invited me to do that, which was just an amazing opportunity. Um, And and I will treasure that forever. But she said, as we finished, she said, you know, Mom, she said, I got a lot out of this when I was doing it on my own, but I never would have gotten the depth of revelation that I got if you weren't there asking me deeper questions. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you have someone that comes alongside, gives their best effort, and gives their commitment to the Lord to go through the process, it can rise to a whole new level when you have a coach there to just uh, look at the areas of competency, look at the areas of strength. And uh, it's exciting to see, it is. see it the is. lights go off for them. Yep, yep. And, you know, as we go through that journey, uh, we, we definitely have the opportunity to see lives changed and lives impacted. Absolutely. Uh, and that's absolutely. a joy of coaching, right? It is. It absolutely is. It's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. First book would be from Pursuing Promise, which is our uh, ministry around Navigators Church Ministries, and it's called One Man's Journey. Pursuing Promise, One Man's Journey. And our second book would be a copy of Identity and Destiny, How to Find Your God-Given Sweet Spot. So as we move forward, we're going to dive into uh, talking further about what, uh, where we want to go with regards to coaching and what it means. And as we look at some of the core values that we use to coach, we look at uh, what it means to really believe in people. 
And in 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 17, we learn, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. So just like Christ has a belief in us, this unconditional belief is what a coach brings in as as we look at the power of God to change your life. And as a coach, we come alongside to listen, to ask questions, and to keep you, the client, responsible instead of giving you advice. And so as we go through this journey uh, and look at what your God-given sweet spot is, we are looking at how you can identify the areas of your own life and help you guide, help guide you through that journey. Uh, Pam, as you think about the, the folks that have gone through the journey that you've had a chance to experience, uh, what have been some of the, the strongest areas where we can ask questions, where we can dig in and help them discover who they are and where they're going? Uh, I think, um, first and foremost, one of the questions I like to ask is, have you ever worked with a coach? Do you even understand the value of a coach? Because most people that we, we talk to, particularly when it comes to life coaching, Perhaps people have had athletic coaches. They've had maybe even business coaches. But uh, when it comes to turning the turning the spotlight back around and looking at themselves, they either don't understand that coaching even um, exists for that or they don't understand the value. So um, as we like to talk about helping them understand that, coaching really is a, a go-forward piece. And by that I mean people want to know kind of what's the difference between a coach and a counselor. And the way we look at it, counseling is the look back at your life and do the necessary healing so that you are healed and whole and ready to move forward. Once that healing process has taken place, then the coach steps in. And oftentimes we step in when somebody feels sort of stuck. I think you'd mentioned before, it's like people want more out of life. They just aren't quite sure how to get there and they don't know what to do differently. And so I think as a coach, what we come alongside is help them see where they're stuck, help them get unstuck, determine those things so they can get released, and then map out a, 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 a put a roadmap together for them to go from where they are to where they want to be. And as we dig deeper into that, the one difference, I think, between having a Christian life coach and a Christian coach coming alongside you is this alignment to God's Word. And one of the things that we emphasize through this process and what I love about finding God's given sweet spot in in our life and leadership coaching Mm -hmm. materials is that we actually ask the individuals to go through and to read scripture and to let scripture give you the Lord's perspective. Let Mm -hmm. scripture give you an idea of what your calling and what your purpose in life should be. We were talking about coaching and how it differs from counseling and mentoring and other aspects. And as we look at coaching, we're talking about reaching the next level of excellence and contribution. We're helping you discover what resources are available for you to make the change. And we're looking at a process that's driven by you, the person being coached. So if you're a business executive out there, if you're a leader in your family and you're looking at what can a coach bring as he comes alongside you, it's the opportunity for us to to really have you dig into what is your current reality? What is the intended future you want to move to? And how can you take actionable steps to get there? But what I love about the materials that we use in Navigators Church Ministries and what uh, Pam and Tom use through Identity and Destiny is that this journey isn't one that we take 
make on our own. This is one where we know that change is initiated by God, that God is the sovereign initiator of our growth. He sets the agenda. He motivates us to move forward through real events in our lives. The change starts when God takes action. So as your coach, we wait to see what God's doing in your life through your quiet time, through your time to engage and wrestle with God's words, through these challenges and through these opportunities. We don't push a change agenda on your path. We have you seek guidance through your own communications with the Lord. John 5.19 tells us, So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth. The Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. And so as we move forward in our own journeys, we see God at work in our lives. And so as we go through the journey with identity and destiny, it really is a three-phase process, and God's involved in all three phases. And what a journey to go through. First, what you call the intellectual phase. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the bridge phase. And then third, the spiritual phase. Mm -hmm. Pam, can you give us some more insights as to how that journey unfolds? Yeah, I sure can. Uh, But just to go back to the principle that God initiates change, um, identity, it's its no wonder that uh, this is such a great marriage between navigators and identity and destiny because we are so fully in alignment with that that when we actually were thinking about certifying coaches in the process, the, the, the title, if you will, that God gave us for those coaches is actually called a licensed facilitator. And really we see our role as coaches as a facilitator of a process that allows the work that the Holy Spirit wants to do in the life of the person that we're working with. And we really do stand in awe as we sit back and watch God do what only God can do. Absolutely. And as God steps up, you're talking about leaders out there today, leaders in the business world, leaders in the the ministry world, in the church community that are just experiencing difficulties in their life, difficulty balancing life, resolving issues both at work and at home and dealing with struggles, struggles around finances, around relationships and trying to live out God's purpose Mm -hmm. and how powerful it is that you've created a roadmap and a pathway that can help God initiate that change and guide them through it. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that, uh, 97% of people not understanding or knowing their purpose is a huge number and a a disappointing and almost frightening number. And and as we thought about that, it's like people want to know their purpose, but they just really don't know how to, to go about doing it. So as we wrote this, we did it in the form in the form of a workbook. So it's a step by step process that's laid out, and it is in those three phases that you mentioned. We begin with the intellectual phase, which includes about twenty seven different inventories, profiles, questionnaires that are all geared to self discovery, knowing who you are, how God's wired you, believing in um, the beauty and power of your uniqueness. You know, God says we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and indeed we are. It's just sometimes we haven't slowed down long enough to know what those gifts, talents, and resources that we have so that we can even begin to deploy them. So once you discover that, we say that no one of the profiles or inventories is the answer. It's a mosaic. It's taking the little pieces from each of them of self-discovery, pulling them together, and then in in that... amazingly unique mosaic understanding who God's wired you to be. Then we move into what we call the bridge step. And actually, that was the last step that God gave us in the process. But he, he showed us that it really needed to be in the middle of the process. And that's where we take a look at 
fears, blocks, and limiting beliefs, those things that might hold you back once God begins to reveal where he wants you to go and the purpose and the call that he has on your life. So as we work through the process of of doing that, we take a biblical model and a biblical approach to working with those things, meaning that we identify what those fears, blocks, and limiting beliefs are, but then we go to God's word and take those lies that we've come to believe and look for the truth in his word and learn to replace the lie with the truth. And we've laid that out in a a step-by-step process. It really helps people smooth the path through that so they can genuinely move forward. As I think about those two phases, and I I remember going through this in my own journey and of the the young men and women that we've been able to come alongside of, uh, the intellectual phase sometimes feels like we're in the world and we're, we're looking at skills and capabilities and it goes into our personality style and our resilience and mm-hmm. um, looks at our core values, but it also looks at our spiritual giftedness. But the one thing that I found in all of the journeys as we go through and, and talk with folks is that transformation happens experientially mm-hmm. and you have to experience it. That as we look back at our past experiences, our past relationships, um, that we have to, as a coach, come alongside and let them find those teachable moments in their life from the past and bring those forward into discovering what the fears and the roadblocks and the different limiting beliefs that came from those experiences are. Yes, yes. And in fact, um, my life message, if you will, um, is there is purpose in your pain. There is hope in the hard places. And as you look into the, some of those things that may create some fear, some some limitations on what you believe is possible, um, if we can begin to see that God genuinely does weave it all together for his glory and our good, and that he, through the sovereign hands of God, our life has sifted, and therefore then he has a purpose for that. And, and to learn to embrace our lives in its totality, because I believe that it those things that God has permitted in our life allows us to then be better equipped to serve those we are going to be called to serve. Yeah, in Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Life mm-hmm. is an ongoing development process. It's uniquely designed where God wants us to go through these experiences to grow. And as we go through and we take this journey and we get to see them uh, face fears and the blocks and the limiting beliefs uh, and see that God meant them for good, mm-hmm. it's just powerful to just watch the weight come off yes. and to see them rise Yes, and to see that journey come to a place where they can start to move forward. Yeah, and there really is healing. There's freedom. There's There really is life transformation that comes through the process. And in phase three, they move mm-hmm. into this idea of the spiritual phase. Tell me more about that. Well, um, it, we didn't realize it at the time, but the more research that we've done with all the various purpose programs, um, faith-based or not, um, that are out there, usually um, it is nothing but the profiles, you know, kind of that intellectual phase. And then you, you're supposed to take all that and figure out what that means about your purpose. Um, we say that's only the beginning. And we say... Um, if we're going to do what God would have us do, then we need to go to the creator who knows the plan and the purpose he has for our lives. And so the last entire spiritual phase of the process, um, the last three chapters are um, teaching very specific spiritual disciplines for seeking God, learning to hear his voice, learning to hear it more definitively and more clearly, and to be able to trust that when he's speaking that you can trust that it's him. And that's power. That's power in the journey because really as we move forward in life, it, it's 
not about what we do, but it's about who we are. It's about our character, and that's where things are anchored. And if we can look at the essence of that character as a Christian, it comes from the Holy Spirit indwelling within us. Mm-hmm. And that last part, when we get into step five and we get into step six and we start hearing the, the idea of a prayer life, we start hearing about a devotional journey through God's word and listening prayer and hearing God's voice, it helps us take our identity and our character and, and define our being in a way that can then be taken back to fulfilling our destiny mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. seeing that power come into play. And and the way that we um, have broken purpose down, or God actually helped show us how to break it down, is in three distinct elements, identity, destiny, and assignment. And most people want to hurry up and get to the assignment part because that's what do I do? Mm-hmm. But what God's really more interested in is identity and destiny. And and those relate to who does God want us to be in this world and how does he want to have the Holy Spirit work through us. Um, And then we can show up in that. We can show up in that God-given identity and destiny no matter what he asks us to do. Yeah, and what I love is uh, you take the journey. Um, one of the uh, catchphrases used throughout is you do the steps and God does the rest. Yes, yes, yes. And, and so, you know, what uh, this gives is a great foundation for uh, each of the leaders that we work alongside of to look at uh, not only how does God speak into me discovering my identity and destiny, but then how does God continue to speak as I go through the journey that lies after that. Mm-hmm. And that's where the great dovetail between identity and destiny and, and Navigator's Church Ministries life and leadership coaching happens because now we can go from identifying what we want to do and where God wants to take us and figuring out how do we set the priorities to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And so as you um, see the the journey, uh, as folks have come out of Identity and Destiny, um, do you have a story about maybe someone and and the impact that it's had in their lives that you've seen unfold? Oh, um, it it runs the gamut. But uh, um, entrepreneurs becoming true biblical entrepreneurs, understanding that they are in marketplace ministry and that they have... um, a, a huge platform. Oftentimes we think that if we don't quit our jobs and go into ministry, we, we can't impact the kingdom. And I think what God is showing um, executives and entrepreneurs is he has planted them exactly where he wants them to bloom. And he has gifted them uh, as business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and executives, and um, that they can do powerful things of ministry Um, out there in what is otherwise considered the secular world. Um, And kind of on maybe another end of the spectrum, we have a lot of um, our coaches who are using the program and just individuals who've called and ordered books and and take them and use them in various uh, capacities. One of the ones that I was uh, most delighted uh, about was uh, in the women's prisons in Hillsborough, Pasco, and Hernando County, where one of uh, the women who was licensed as a facilitator got permission through the chaplains uh, to take that in. And I have handwritten letters from the women in the prisons saying that they believed now that they were no longer um, the damaged goods that they thought they were when they landed in prison, but that they had hope and purpose and meaning and and we're looking forward to things that they could do when they got out. 
Yeah, and that just shows the power of as you are brought into a community, a community to, to lift you up and affirm you and guide you, that it's that community that can help you fulfill your destiny. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be done alone. And yeah. so with a coach, with a community of believers around you, you can really start to see where God's affor- affirming your journey and guiding mm-hmm. you forward. Uh, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And I think as, as you were talking, that's what came to the top of my mind, Yeah, is how we sharpen one another in the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to talk more about this transition from, so where do you go after the final step, after we've assembled this mosaic and we start to see what the uh, journey is that we want to take on? And so our goal, our mission as coaches at Navigators Church Ministries is then to allow you to go through and look at the areas of stewardship in your life, those areas where you now take that identity and destiny and you put it into play. And those areas of stewardship include your ongoing faith walk, include your ability to uh, set your priorities and, and start to look at how to balance those priorities. And from that, you have areas of your life that you have to manage going forward. Your overall health, your overall ability to, to uh, uh, provide into your marriage, into parenting, to look at your relationships and friendships with others, to your financial stewardship, and to your stewardship to be able to minister to others and to, to serve others in your leadership roles. And all of that, I believe, happens through transparent relationships. And so as we look at the way relationships unfold, we know that transparency is what helps expose us the areas where we can guide and improve and, and take our journey forward. We hear in 2 Corinthians 6, 11 to 13, 13, Oh, dear friend, we have spoken honestly with you and our hearts are open to you. There is no lack of love on our part, but you have withheld your love from us. I am asking you to respond as if you were my own children. Open your hearts to us. And so as we go through and we talk about this idea of coaching, we look to come alongside and and allow you to be transparent in the discussions, to listen to what you're saying and to help feedback into that journey, areas where you can find growth, where you can find application to your life and where you can look for the potential to grow. And a lot of that comes through the same principles that close out the last phase of identity and destiny. And so as we talk about this idea of can you hear God speak into your life? Can you be still and listen? Can you look for God to give you the answers? Um, Pam, as they close out that last segment, how do you see them uh, gaining affirmation through prayer and affirmation through listening prayer in particular to guide their journey? Um, it is uh, truly God being able to speak into everything that they've discovered and show them what he has. And it is, um, therefore, then the work of the Holy Spirit revealing um, not just um, next steps, not what he would have them do, but um, like you and I have been talking about, who he wants them to be in this world. And then they can authentically be that no matter where they show up, whether it's with a child, with it's, whether it's with a spouse, whether it's at work. Um, they can they can move out deploying those gifts. And we take it seriously when God says we will all stand before him to give an account for what we've been given. Uh, you know, the parable of the talents. And uh, we believe that it's incumbent upon all of us to really understand what we have, how to use it, and continue way beyond the finish of a study like Identity and Destiny to to continue to seek Him. Um, as you go through life, we feel like those spiritual disciplines are equipping uh, equipping them far beyond what they'll they'll learn through the the program. 
And as we learn, God has given us the the ability for free will to steward our own life. He mm-hmm. expects us and entrusts us to to steward those areas of our, of our life. We're each individually responsible for the choices we make, the consequences that follow, mm-hmm. and for, for fulfilling our God-given destiny. And so as we look at that destiny and we go forward, uh, part of that is figuring out how do we look to God's perspective? How do we see his perspective at work in our lives? How do we take that perspective and understand his specific purpose? purpose for us. Mm-hmm. And we know that once he identifies and shares with us what that specific purpose is, that we can then exercise our will and put it into practice. Mm-hmm. We can set the priorities in our life around the things that God reveals to us. And by doing that, our life starts to feel in balance. We start to take joy. We have a peace and we see the journey unfold in a way where as we go forward, we start to feel the abundant life that he promised in John ten ten. Right, right. And words that, as we do um, surveys and get testimonials from people as they've gone through the program, words that continually come back to us out of the words of, out of the mouths of our clients is, I have a newfound clarity, focus, and direction. And I love what one of our uh, first clients that we ever coached through the process said. He said, I now have an amazing power that most people don't have. I have the power to say no because my yes is so big. Amen. And Amen. As we, as we look at that power to say yes, and we know uh, where the where the bigness comes from, uh, it's just neat to watch people unfold that journey. Yes. And to do so now in a way where they've developed the disciplines that allow them to hear God's voice every single day in their journey going forward. Yes. And so it's so important that they have that daily devotional time, that daily time with the Lord. Uh, whether, you know, it just has to be five minutes, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And that five mm-hmm. to ten minute window, God can say a lot. Right. It's are we willing to listen? But the one thing that, that that just amazes me about going through and looking at identity and destiny amazes me about the life and leadership journey that we get to take folks on is that each person is, in fact, unique. And we understand that through this journey, they're going to come out with their own unique mosaic, their own unique answer. And they are an individual. They are a unique creation by God. And therefore, how do we help them discern? what that uniqueness is, what that power is, and how to take that uniqueness into the world and to use their gifts Mm -hmm. to make a difference in Mm -hmm. the lives of others. Mm -hmm. And to really embrace it, not to, not to, um, um, again, go back to uh, trying to compare, trying to compete, trying to be someone in something that they're not. Um, And the world really um, causes us to want to do that often. And um, if we can move people out in the freedom to truly be who they are, just the way God's wired them, you really are in your sweet spot. Absolutely. So if you're out there listening and you want to learn more about how can I understand my own identity, my own destiny, my own sweet spot, visit us at www.pursuingpromise.com slash programs. And out there we have a special program designed just for you to go through identity and destiny. So again, you can visit www.pursuingpromise.com slash programs. And out there right now, the program that we're highlighting is identity and destiny. And we're looking forward to having you come on board and take the journey with us as your coach. As we come to the uh, end of another I Work For Him show, I wanted to talk to those out here who may be listening and keep hearing us talk about Christ followers on this show. Well, are you a Christ follower? Does life make sense to you? Do you wonder what it's all about? 
If you haven't come to a place in your life where you've realized you need a Savior and you've trusted in Jesus Christ to become Lord of your life, then email. Email Jim here at iworkforhim.com. Jim at iworkforhim.com. And we will tell you more about what life has been and how it continues to be a life about putting our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. 